Welcome to the cult shop, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. Back to the basement. And the, so, the last Starfighter 2, back to the basement. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, because yeah, Alex did such a horrible job shooting the Armada, yeah. they made him go back to the basement. Back to the base. Oh, Spoilers. Spoilers. Anyway. TM, Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. We are raring to go because we have not been together in the studio for a few weeks now. Not the core. Right? Some of us were together. No, in a Some studio. Some of us went gallivanting off to foreign lands. Foreign lands. By the way, my cookie business did not go so well. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I gave money to your GoFundMe. <laughs> I had to, yeah. yeah like, seriously, is there any sort of like refund policy on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how's that going to work? Do we get any cookies? Are there any cookies left? <laughs> I couldn't even get a t-shirt <laughs> the GoFundMe was pretty much just to get me the hell off the island <laughs> that was bail they were mad yeah that was so, posting bail they don't like him when they're all made of nothing but baking powder and, you know. <laughs> it's just like a pile of powder it's a cookie uh, anyway, I tried anyway, oh, well. I tried. Back. Hello. hello welcome welcome back uh, obviously in a little bit we're going to discuss The Last Starfighter mm. that's why you're all here this is a uh, producer Scott pick one of his favorite movies? Yes. Yeah, one of his favorite movies. Cool. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Did you guys think of anything new to put in your cups while I was gone? Um, I've got raspberry <laughs> and lemon. Oh, that sounds like a nice, pleasant. Have a smell. Wow. It's very aromatic. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Scott's Hello, with my Caleb. Camera. Caleb is <laughs> Caleb's moving all over the place. He's <laughs> jumping and jiving. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what are we drinking, Caleb? Uh, I've got some not whiskey. Mm -hmm. Whiskey substitute. Yeah. As do I. As does Scott. Yeah. As does not Michael. No. <laughs> Michael's here though. He's our designated audience member. So yeah. You can't, exactly. you can't we, drink we one of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess we should cheers then. Oh, yeah, we should cheers. Wow. <laughs> We're cheers. New. We're new. We're new here. First <laughs> day. I remember. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> how, how smooth is that? How All right. Is that not whiskey? That whiskey substitute. <laughs> that was karma for putting that in my ears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, Scott had to hear that loud mouth sound. Um, <laughs> to be fair, so did everyone so did in the everyone. audience. Yes, yeah, mm -hmm. you're welcome. <laughs> well, do we know who's joining us tonight? There's some, there's a couple people a, out there. Nice little full house tonight. Cool. There are a couple of people out there. Um, so, as you can tell by our introduction, we do have Spooky Boo with us. <laughs> spooky, welcome. That was Thank a you. fun prank to play on Spooky Boo. <laughs> Uh, we've got Pismo Mark down in Pismo. Pismo, down, welcome. Down Pismo uh, Lake. We've got our friend Miss Movie Buff, Laura. 
I Laura. Like Laura. Uh, we have got Mark Visions Truth, East Washington. East Washington in the house. I want the truth. Uh, we have got Mindy, Horror Movie <gasps> Addict. Hello, Mindy. Like Do you Mindy. have to 12 stuff for that? Mindy uh, and 13. Laura. <laughs> 13. 13. Oh, yeah. that makes 666, sense, right? yeah. Okay, yeah. Got, it, got it. They were not at our show last night, our cult film series, Mindy and Laura. Neither was I. Not right, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't sure lie about it. We're very busy and had lots to do. It's okay, but that's your only strike. Don't let it happen again. You can't miss uh, it. We've also got our good buddy, Gory Bits. Gory? Gory. Hey, Gory. Uh, we have TM. And I'm not T- saying TM, 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 TM. Or am I saying TM, 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 TM? TM. We've got Enoch out in Minnesota. Hello, Enoch. Minnesota. Welcome. And finally, our good friend, Tommy. Tommy. Yay. Thank you, Tommy, for walking me back from my vacation. I have cookies for everyone. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> the cookies are great. Yum. <coughs> All right. They don't taste like dirt. Um, <laughs> I can see what Neil has over here. And I just, and we need to talk about the fact that we have code orange people. We've got code orange. <laughs> code orange in the house. Hopping off. It's, you know, it started a few weeks ago, but now we're into August, so we're starting to see a lot more Code Orange. A lot of the items that are really, like, hot and in demand have already been, like, selling out places, looking at you, Bath and Body Works. I wanted that fucking candle holder, Um, but it's fine. I digress. We got Code Orange. Code Orange, which means Halloween approaches. Yay. We're excited. This, I brought, this was the first magazine of any kind catalog that I received that had Halloween decorations in it. So I was excited and said, I'm going to bring this in because I was just excited to see something with skeletons on it. Skeletons! Yeah. This so, is from your house. It is from my home. Yeah, that's yeah, from right outside like your house. <laughs> that is from the castle. Yeah. So these um, are the skeletons, in fact, that greet you as you walk up to my castle. <laughs> so. For those who have not heard, Code Orange's internet speak's been around for a little bit. I, I don't honestly know who came up with it, but um, for when you start to see Halloween merch. And for those of us that live for Halloween, this is a very exciting, exciting time. It is. A very exciting time. Because for me, even though we're only in the beginning of August, it's like... It's coming. It's like just about over that hill, you yeah. know, because even though it's the hottest month of the year, typically, yeah. Halloween is just right there. September actually is there, which makes it okay because everything September is Halloween Eve. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Excitement. I start to get excited and I start to shake. He <laughs> <laughs> just jazz hands. I get a little raspberry. So, okay, aside from that, what else did you guys do this, this last week? I have a couple of things. Well, please. I need me. to... Um, I didn't get to talk to you guys very much. Uh, so... We have a new episode of Spooky Slumber Party out, which is very exciting, and you should check it out. We talk about the third installment in the um, Fear Street Netflix mm-hmm. um, trilogy. I hope they make more, but um, yeah. So go check out Spooky Slumber Party where we where we wrap up our our thoughts on the series. Um, I watched a classic horror story on Netflix. Have you guys? heard of this no no it popped up on my like things you'll like sandra like list and it's a um italian horror movie and it's one of those going going blind going as blind as possible but it's um let's just say it follows a classic horror movie setup hence the name of the title okay 
and we'll see from there. Is it a newer film? It's it's brand new. Oh, okay, yeah. brand new okay. film. Um, so check that out. And then most excitingly, hit the table. No, no. <laughs> I saw my most anticipated film of the year, Green Knight. All right. Green Knight. So can you give us any any Sandra-isms on it? I was very excited. <laughs> right. I love Arthurian lore. It's like my thing. It's one of my, my biggest passions. Um, I loved it. <laughs> loved. Loved. Did you weep? Maybe. Did you cry ice crystals? I did my, I did my, I did my ice crystal <laughs> cry where the eyes fill up with tears, but they don't fall. Tink, 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 tink. Yeah, it was yeah. like one like little plink, plink, plink. Um, Dove Patel is fantastic. A24 is my favorite movie studio. <laughs> I was not disappointed in the least. We're going to review it on Spooky Summer Party, so I don't want to say too much. Okay. Yeah. All right. Excellent. I'm glad. I'm glad. You, I, I was kind of worried you actually were going to go like, I was let down. And oh, like, oh no! I but was I was trying to like. It's so hard when you're like so hyped off. for a movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, I just it. I it was good. It was so good, and I loved it. <laughs> what about you, Caleb? Um, so, if you remember last week, I grabbed my wrong your wrong sheet. sheet of, yes. of, you did get your wrong notes. So, um, the one thing I forgot to mention last week is. Uh, those that know me uh, know that I love Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. You love them. And so they, my mic is moving, uh, they came out with an album. Yes. Uh, it's called The DGs, and oh. they cover BG songs, but with a Foo Fighters twist. So they've got You Should Be Dancing, Night Fever, Tragedy, Shadow Dancing, and More Than a Woman. And I love it. It well, is More Than a Woman. Wonderful. Everyone stop singing. We can't afford we can't afford BG copyright um, on this then, program. Lastly, yes. I don't I've watched a ton, but it all sucked. So um, oh, good, good. This was on um, uh, Reddit, and this was from the Santa Rosa thread. Oh. Um, and the title says A lightsaber training class coming to the Santa Rosa Plaza. <laughs> And it goes on to talk about it's sorry what? <laughs> okay, okay, it's me. I'm it, putting on the lightsaber training. <laughs> you bring your younglings in, <laughs> and they train. That's ages. <laughs> that is ages. I agree. Uh, maybe there might be a little martial arts training as well. But, oh my god, how um, cute! <laughs> as. As with all things Reddit, the comments are where the gold really is. That's where the gold is. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, first comment. This is outrageous. It's unfair. How can I be 31 and not be allowed to train? <laughs> Thank you. In the way of the lightsaber. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. Abs- 100%. You could grow up and become Next an comment. Oh, oh, my God. Please, Neil. Please, make your ones and Next comment. Yes. I'm Anakin, 22, and I look forward to meeting these younglings. <laughs> I think that's funny, because that's, that's an if you know, you know. That's and then the, the person that initially put the comment wrote, banned. <laughs> so anyway, banned. Um, I think we should all need to go there with a camera and yeah. do some Jedi training. Yeah, they can't and also say we ask can't them if it. they have a Sith option because that's where the, the real fun is at. I am a Sith. I want to be a Sith. I am a Sith. 
We're doing the Sith. We're doing the Sith. You're going to just be a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Duh. <laughs> you should see me in my garage when I practice now. Go ahead and show us. No, says oh, Scott. Oh. <laughs> Aren't you lightsaber boy? Was that you? <laughs> no, he's looking at me like he's got to kill me. No, he, w- he was the Hila he, Hila ho. Oh my goodness. Such a time. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> that's pretty good. Very happy for you and the Foo Fighters. Yeah. And your celebrity crush, Dave Grohl. Mm. Things are looking up. You'd have a beer with that man. I swear to God, like, he is getting cooler with age. Like, I never disliked him, but it's like, he only so gets cool. better, right? Yeah. yeah. He's just got the whole. Got the vibe. Yeah. yeah. Like the rock star dad thing. He's just, like, nailed it. He's stealing your thing, if we're being honest. He's coming yeah. for your. He's coming for your I mean, energy. We all know he's got all of my money because that's my <laughs> money. He stole it. It's mine. It's my money, Dave Grohl, and I want it now. Uh, yeah, it got really hot in here all the time. It <laughs> it's actually still really hot in here because we're working on the AC. We are. Neil and I it's were a, literally working on it with like uh, hammers and yeah. Ching, 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 twist turns. Yep. Um, Banging on it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get it going eventually. We'll get it going. <laughs> $10,000 later. Yeah. <laughs> so. When um, I get my Dave Grohl money, I will fund your uh, <laughs> air conditioning unit problem. Get that Dave Grohl money. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Come on, Dave Grohl. <laughs> Jesus. Dave. Um, what you got? You know what? I, I don't, I have nothing. I mean, I got nothing. No one wants to hear what I did. I don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. Because you were in Hawaii. No one needs to hear anything. Else no one cares. No one cares. What they do care about, what I care about, you mentioned your spooky slumber party. You have a new one you just came out with today. And before that, you did the Fear Street 1978. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just got through that episode yesterday. Oh, okay. I would like to comment on that episode, if I may. <laughs> you have the floor? Because <laughs> if you don't know. Spooky Summer Party consists of our beloved Sandra, uh, our wonderful Kelly, and our most adored Emma. Those are the spooky three. So, um, they are also identify as female. We do. We all identify as female. So, there's the vagina monologue that you guys went on (laughs) in that episode. So, I'm not... was amazing. So, so that was deliberate, too. All right, okay. So, I'm not a prude by any means. I've been known to, you know, I've, I've, I've dabbled in the ways of the vaheen from time to time, you know? I'm not, I have no problem with it, quite at all. Okay. But I'm very, I'm very attached. I'm very attached to these three young ladies, the yeah. three of you. Yeah. And you went into some decent detail about... Individually, what your kitty cats look like. Some people Maybe did. how they're shaped or even colored for that matter. And I'm just saying, do I need to know <laughs> that much information about my dear friends? I would arts? argue it wasn't that much information. There was like innies and outies and other things going on. I mean, it was fairly good. And again, you know, I was like, okay, you know, but I just uh, like. <laughs> Neil hates women. I guess I'm not saying that at all. That. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Um, these are like my my sisters, like my you know my my so, dear. See, that's like okay. Point <laughs> counterpoint, um, because Caleb 
I know. He's, he complains when the episodes aren't vaginal enough. I know. You need more. More, more, more. <laughs> Always more. Like You are my friends. Yeah. I love you. All of you, including... <laughs> the bits. <laughs> the gory bits. The bits. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And if you want to talk about them, that is your right. You go for it. So just so you guys know, <laughs> when I knew I was to talk about this, I, A, fully expected this to happen, what they just said. <laughs> so, because that's what they do. <laughs> and I am not at all saying I don't want my women to be empowered and talk my about women, themselves. I want my women to be empowered! <laughs> I'm just saying they're my dear friends. My women, my women! These are my skeletons and these are my women! Oh my god. Excuse me while I slink out oh. the frame. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks for your feedback. Um, we'll, we'll, ta- we'll, we'll think about it. Um, we'll workshop it, and uh, we'll get back to you. Thank you. And again, I'm not looking for any changes whatsoever. I'm just letting you know that nothing. I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm just We're saying. doing God's work. I thought it'd be a fun way to promote your show. It is fun. <laughs> It is fun. On a different note, did you guys hear that what we do in the shadows is coming back September 2nd? Please, God, I yeah. need it. Yeah. Finally. I did see I need that. It. Finally. Anybody saying that Neil is old-fashioned, a gentleman, Gory Bits, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Gory Bits knows what's up. He's like, the one that talks about pooping on tables? <laughs> I'm not describing what my anus looks like to you, though, Gory. Um, That's a difference. I don't know that you wouldn't. <laughs> and quite unprompted, too. You have, all, yes, you have Scott, talked about your Do you have frosting. hair on the inside or on the outside? You've t- it's wax, of course. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Duh. Um, you've talked about your prostate a bit on this show. Have I? Before I was here. Oh, that's true. There was there was the... Hashtag finger butt. Ha- there was the finger butt. That is a good point. But, again, anyway. It's so hard to remember all your inappropriate... It comments. is so hard. <laughs> so hard. <sighs> good times. Um, and then finally, uh, I, what I want to say is I also listened to the John Junkies episode you guys did with Caleb on there. And it was, it was like a fabulous episode you guys all did a really good job i um, am very impressed with caleb and your freaking word smithery Caleb's, coming through with Caleb's that book hella good so about I'll talking about books them, <laughs> i'm really no. good at editing okay <laughs> there Absolutely. you go this hours of but, content i even now. texted them afterwards and said thanks for making me sound good <laughs> no he's no, very caleb good at fantastic. talking about books yes and it's a series that, well, at least I've only read the first one that I think we're all passionate about. And there's like, you could like, you could do a whole podcast like on these books. Like it, there's so, there's so much to get right? into. Right. Just go like chapter by chapter. You could. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying we're going to do it. Yeah. But anyway. thank you. Yes. Thank no. You very much. Good job, guys. It was, it was a very good job. So go check out John Junkies episode. The book was called. The fifth, fifth season. season. There you go. Jemison. Jemison. Jinx. I know. No, it wasn't a jinx because you were way ahead of me. You're like the echo. <laughs> echo, echo, echo. Anyway, that's that's all. That's yeah. all. That's all you got. That's all I got. No, no, nothing there. Oh no, that isn't all I got. Wait a minute. There's a this week in entertainment history. Where is it? Is it under the couch? <laughs> Where, Where did we put I, it? I don't know. Wait, it's on my shirt. Look at that. Oh! 
So did you guys know that last August 1st, which was what, Saturday, I think? We'll call it Saturday. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Um, was the 40th anniversary of MTV. 40 years of MTV. 40. It's hard for me to believe because I used to watch MTV when I come home from school every night, every day. I did yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. No, I think everyone did, but yeah. now it's probably been. To be fair, you would have been. 15 years since I watched young. MTV. You have been pretty young 40 years ago. Oh, oh yeah. I, yeah. I was going to say, it's it's more like 15 years of MTV and then, right. you know. Yeah. Whatever right. else happened. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Scott and I, like our people our age, were kind of on the tail end you of were, when, you, like, there was still videos. Like, there was plenty of not videos, but there was still TRL. Yeah. Total Request Live, Carson <laughs> Daily. And, like, so there was at least, like, a few solid blocks of music. Yeah. Yeah. No, but when you guys would have come to understand, it would have been, like, a lot more of the reality shows and the other oh, stuff yeah. at that point. Mm -hmm. Whereas, when I used to come home from junior high and turn on, turn on the TV to see the, the daily top 10 countdown yeah. kind of thing, you know, and it was the video, so. And we also had but. Jackass and Punk and <laughs> right. he was Viva La Bam and Daria. Yes. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about the first 10 videos that were ever shown on MTV. Because oh. people know the first one. Everyone, Everyone knows, knows the first, first one, one, right? Yeah. And a few might even know the second one. Yeah. Yeah. So, the first one. The first one, okay, like you said, was The Buggles. Everyone knows. Video killed the radio star. Everyone but Caleb knows. <laughs> no, I know that one. I'm okay. saying I don't know anything after that. <laughs> Got it. Okay, number two was Pat Benatar, You Better Run, which was a, that was a remake of a, a actually, believe it or not, of a film, a film, <laughs> remake of a song uh, released from a, another band years a prior. A cover. A cover. It was a cover, cover. number two. I love covers. Um, <laughs> love them more than the original. <laughs> And it was actually so that, and the song came out on her album Crimes of Passion, which actually debuted like a year before MTV was a thing. Wow! Because at that point there weren't many videos; they were kind of thrown on whatever was a, you know, was around. Yeah. Number three was Rod Stewart. She won't dance with me. I don't think I've ever I mean, heard that song. Yeah. Why would she? Why would she? But. Does she want to end up pregnant? <laughs> Does she have blonde hair? Okay. Yes. So, funny little thing about that video was there's an F-bomb in the song that they, of course, edited out for the, the audio. But on the video, if you look real quick or keep your eyes open, actually you can see him still kind of mouthing the F-word. They didn't, you know, do a little you know, blurb or anything over his face. So, okay. Number four was The Who. You better, you bet. If you can believe okay. that, The wow. Who was on MTV. Jesus. I know. Wow. And, in fact, The Who was the first video ever to be played twice on MTV. They play back to back. They did not. <laughs> I'm guessing when they got through number ten, they went back to the Who and played it again. <laughs> the Bum Bum song. I see that great bit. Uh, number five was a band called PhD. I don't know them. The song was called Little Susie's On the Up. Little Susie's On the Up. Got nothing for a lot of these. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and when I listened mm -hmm. to the song, I didn't even recognize it then either. No, like that fuck so, is this? Well, what the hell? So number six, Cliff Richards. We don't talk anymore. Which is actually, when you hear it, you guys yeah. would recognize it. It's a yeah. fairly yeah. famous That's fairly the thing you song. text me at like 3 in the morning. Yes, that's what we I do. We don't talk anymore. We don't talk anymore. Um, it was a worldwide hit and reached number 7 on the Billboard Top 100. Mm. Number 7, The Pretenders. We all know and love The Pretenders, correct? I, I like the one song of theirs I know. Brass in Your Pocket one? Yes. Is Okay, they're at that too. Oh, um, the Pretender, the TV show. He yeah, this is the Pretenders. Yeah, but uh, Brass and Pocket was one of the more famous songs, which Chrissy Hine, by the way, admittedly did not like when it first came out. Oh, she didn't like that. Didn't like it's it. It's a bop. Yeah. 
Number eight, Todd Rungren. Rungren. Time Heals, which uh, made it all the way up to number 18. Time Heals. Yeah. Number nine? Any guesses? Number nine? Anyone? Uh, Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> is that hair metal? Did we have hair metal yet? It's, you're close. Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> By close, not at all. <laughs> um, so, and then the song was "Take It on the Run" by REO Speedwagon, okay. which actually was the very first concert video on MTV. So, they actually filmed them in concert and played that. Oh, okay. that's kind of interesting. Played that on there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, number ten was the rock and band of Sticks. S T Y X. Sticks. Everybody Rockin loves the Paradise. Sticks. That's right. Yep. And that was the first 10 videos ever shown on MTV. Dang. Huh. I wonder how they came up with their lineup. With that lineup, yeah. I think that was whatever videos yeah, were available. Ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they showed it. I don't know. Good question. Interesting. Anyway, yeah. that's it. That's all I have. But I just wanted to share that because MTV. And now you was go on YouTube <laughs> and, and Vivo. Right. Yeah. yeah. For, for watching uh, videos. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So that's it. Thank you. Thank you. That was this week. This week in entertainment history. And then finally, we have a new subscriber. John M. Harrington. John M. Harrington. John M. Harrington, please come to the front of the class. John M. Harrington, please. John M. Harrington, don't take this the wrong way, but that sounds like a serial killer name. <laughs> John M. Harrington. They made a gruesome discovery at his apartment. <laughs> Um, fabulous. Well, welcome, John. Welcome, Thank John. You. Welcome to the Even if circus. you are a serial killer. Oh, wait, that we, won't... We respect you. <laughs> Some of us don't have a problem with that. Let's be real. Careful where you're throwing these notes. You're going to throw them in the ice bucket. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't want your paper in my ice bucket. <laughs> Is that it? Should we talk about stars and fighters I'm now? I'm good if you are. Okay. Bring it on. Let me just pull up my notes right here. Uh, okay, are we ready? Yes. The Last Starfighter, brought to you by producer Scott. July 13th, 1984. So it just uh, just kind of celebrated not quite Something. a month ago. <laughs> it coming out again. Uh, that would be the 37 years? 36 years? I don't know. I can't math. Uh, so this is a story of a boy named Alex. Alex reaches the high score on a arcade-style video game. Uh, called the first, the first Starfighter. Starfighter. The only Starfighter. The only Starfighter. The solo Starfighter. So <laughs> on Solo Starfighter. Um, anyway, uh, he reaches the high score, and the game's creator, a mysterious being called Centauri, which is a sick name, reveals that he created this video game in order to recruit actual pilots to take place in a intergalactic war. Alex struggles with this. <laughs> but eventually he, he comes around. Um, it was directed by Nick Castle. The Nick Castle? Yeah. The one and only? Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah. So yeah. there you have it. That's the last Starfighter. Or as I like to call it, the last Starfighter on the left. Ah. <laughs> clever. <laughs> That's what he's clever. Clever. Uh, <laughs> So, Sandra. Yes. What are your thoughts on um, this film? Well, when uh, <laughs> not having the nostalgia factor that no, no, some of fully, us do. Fully admitted, um, this wasn't a movie I saw as a kid. Uh, I didn't see this movie until I was an adult, and when I watched it the other night, it was the 
second time I had ever seen it. Cause I saw it, gosh, only a few years ago for the first time. Um, it was one of those things where like, it was kind of weird. I was kind of like, why did I never see this movie as like a kid? And I saw other people online kind of saying the same things of like, where was this movie? Like, I feel like a lot of people missed it. So that made me feel a little bit better. Like I wasn't <laughs> the only one who didn't see it. Um, I really enjoy it because when I watched it, especially for the first time, it being one of producer Scott's favorite movies, you know, you feel that like secondhand joy of like another person, you know, like loving something. And then you're like, cause it makes you like get in on it. And you're like, we're all having a love fest with the last starfighter. I think this movie is so wholesome. It is so <laughs> god damn wholesome. It's just like it's very pure of heart. It's very just like charming. <laughs> Dare I say drink, 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 drink. Um I like the poster a lot. I think the poster is really cute. Um and my favorite part is the beta model. Yeah. He's my favorite part of the whole movie. For sure. But yeah, so it's like I don't have like this like crazy love for it, but I think it's a lot of Fun. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, should we let Scott have a have a go at why what, what this movie means to him? Because it was his pick. It was his pick. So this is one of the first movies that I remember. I saw this about a decade before I saw Star Wars for the first time. This was kind wow. of my introduction to like science fiction uh, as a very young child. I think it was on HBO. I had a, you know, my dad loved sports, so we had HBO. <laughs> and I I just absolutely adore this movie. I, when I was watching it again for this episode, like, I was getting teary-eyed because, like, Aww. the score is so good. And um, Alex is, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, a better Luke Skywalker than Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I won't hate you for it. Especially the beginning. Like, it's very, like, it's completely deliberate that he's made to be like a Luke Skywalker kind of character. Right. Like, yeah. I was going to go to the lake. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of people who talk about that online. Yeah. About the, the comparisons and yeah. yeah. But it, it, then afterwards, he's like, okay, yeah, I'll help you out, mom. Like, okay, you're, you're a good kid. Um, I, I love it so much. I, you know, I love the navigator. I love, I mean, Centauri is the best. Centauri is the best. Sick name. Yeah. I, Sick name. I mean, I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. I, lo I love it so hard. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I've got a lot of nostalgia. I mean, I, I too love it. Um, as a kid, you don't really know any better, but watching it now as an adult, you're you start to recognize all the borrowed things that they've put in there. I mean, you said you love an Arthurian tale and this could very easily be, it's a journey you know, cycle, yeah. well, I mean, they yeah. even call the test, the Excalibur yeah, test. They do, point, actually. You know? Yeah. Um, but I loved it as a kid. I love watching it now. It just makes me happy. Yeah. I have to concur on everything that they're saying. It's a great, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Robert Preston. So I very much love the fact that, you know, I, yeah, I grew up watching him and like, say the music, man, say what you want about me. Okay. <laughs> you can't, you can't hear his voice and not think of the music, man. You can't. Oh, no, you it's can't. Impossible. But... It's just, it makes me laugh because I was kind of like making up little versions when I was watching it. Like, <laughs> we got to have a Starfighter band <laughs> in, in my head and like substituting little words. 
He's a grifter. He is. He's a grifter. That a grifter. that Centauri. That Centauri <laughs> refers to himself in the third person a lot, which I feel like we should do more. Maybe we should. Yeah. Okay. But I I like that character. I think his character is great. So it's kind of like it's kind of that. He he basically is almost that same character in a way. He's kind of yeah, all he yeah, cares yeah. about is going and getting his money. Here's the Starfighter. I brought you. Gave my money. You know, you know, kind of thing, whatever. <laughs> but I don't know. He's his acting is so good in the film because he just. There's a lot of it where he makes a lot of facial expressions. He's so you know old I mean? school. He's yeah, very exactly. old, old school. old school acting, yeah. which is really cool to see. I mean, juxtaposed with, you know, Alex and, you know, the other younger younger actors. But yeah. But aside from that, the score, I love the score of this yeah. film. Good score. Absolutely. I think it's a fantastic score. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good. Solid score. Yeah. I can definitely walk around humming it for a couple days after the movie <laughs> when I'm done. Yeah. So I think it's great. I've watched it on YouTube a number of times. There's a really good uh, live orchestration you can watch on YouTube of it, wow. which is pretty cool. Nice. So, yeah. But I think it's a great film. So, so that's our. That's just our first. That's our hot takes. Now let's so. tear it apart. <laughs> <laughs> No, by the way, I do love the movie, but yeah, we're not going to be nice to it. No. <laughs> so, That's not what we do here. We won't lie. We won't lie to you people. My first observation watching this again uh, recently is that I never really understood all of the, the love for, oh, no, this movie has to be watched on VHS. That's the original. I mean, that's the, like, you know, horror movies. are. There's a lot like of that, VHS right? purists out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this film... I think definitely probably looked better on my, you know, four by three <laughs> television set than it does now in HD. Some of the yeah. effects are very early CG that was. Oh, it's a forerunner jarring. CG. Yeah. yeah. Like one, one of the first Tron. Yeah. Tron in this. Were... Yep. Yeah. And there's like, so it has like a point in history, but of course it's early. <laughs> yeah. Very early. And it shows. <laughs> Everyone say goodnight to Tommy. Tommy's going to bed. Oh, 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 bye, Tommy. Tommy. Goodbye, Tommy. Thanks for joining in. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, I love that there's a dog and a cat at the start of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Is that all you have to do? I love it. Have a dog and a cat start everything. A cat and a mailbox. Sandra's happy. Yep. (laughs) And then, like, like, he's sitting on top of the the game cabinet. Yes, yes. It's just so cute. It's like like your cat's at home. It is like my cat's at home, (laughs) who are always very happy when I play a video game. They're just like, meow, meow. Um, (laughs) Funny story. I know Granny from an episode of The Golden Girls. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I mean, can't. Any, well, basically, anybody that was like over fifty in the eighties was on the Golden Girls at like some point. But I'm like, oh, I know, I know you, I know you, Granny. Um, straight up, there's a moment when when Alex is gonna like beat the high score. Granny's in a Freddy Krueger sweater. Did anybody else notice that? <laughs> no, I didn't. It not. is a. It's a. Fred, it's a cardigan, but it's Freddy Krueger. It's Freddy Krueger. Okay. Okay. No, I think I would notice that. No, I, I'm surprised. You're gonna have to go back. Okay. I swear, maybe, maybe is my my Kruger brain, like you know, right? You, transposing you see those thick stripes and your brain just yeah. Goes Kruger. But I don't think so, man. I think that was a real Kruger. So I'm saying this is a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Part it's part of the universe. <laughs> it's part of the universe. Yeah. It's part of the extended. Speaking universe. of that scene, though. Like, how bored are these people, or how weird is it that 
<laughs> all these old people come watch a kid get the high score in a video game um, and they're cheering him on and they're like, you can do it, Alex! <laughs> I think that's part of, like, for me, like, that's actually something I really like about the movie is I love their community. Um, I, I think it's really, I think it's really cute, really adorable. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's funny because like, I love that to like warm to my heart. And Alex's face, he's like super serial. <laughs> well, he's like, mm. you know, like beating the high scores, super serial. That's all he's got. Yeah. <laughs> and his little brother, Lewis, helping him, like, yeah. get here, get here. Like, by helping, I mean yeah. being in the room. Being a, being, a <laughs> being a little sibling. Yeah, totally how I was as a kid, for sure. But yeah, I, I, that's another thing I really like about the movie, actually, is the the mobile home park community. I, I find it so heartwarming and very, very touching. Um, though they probably should not just bitch at Alex to fix their stuff mm-hmm. all the time. Right. It's not super cute. It's not a cute look. That's why I actually really liked that scene where all everyone was cheering him on because like the very the beginning of the movie it really felt like everyone takes Alex for granted. But then True. he yeah. really is kind of part of this large extended family. Yes. He's like everybody's little boy. I, I like that too. Yeah. Um any of my other fellow millennials out there, you know that feeling when a boomer shoves their smartphone at you <laughs> <laughs> to like fix something. <laughs> well, like when they say, I, I can't get calls. And it's like, it's because you're on night mode. I don't have night mode. <laughs> okay. So well, Alex. Well, I didn't put that. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't that. do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alex was the forerunner, the progenitor of that stress. <laughs> um, so I was kind of thinking that maybe his mother was in charge of. I, I think she's the manager. Right, it's kind the of manager. what I got because. Yeah. Um, she's like, well, I've got to work a double. And it's like, well, they're not asking her to fix it. So right. it's like, yeah, that's kind of what I got as well. Is right. that's, that's probably how they can afford to live there. He's maintenance. And yep. that's yeah. just, that's his job. And that's why he wants to get the F out of there fast. Yep. Pretty much. That's my thought. Yeah. Okay. We're in agreement. <laughs> um, can we talk about Lance Guest for a moment? Lance Guest? Lance. Oh, Lance. Yeah. Alex. Alex. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm watching this movie and I'm like, okay, I know I've seen this movie once before, but why, why do I know this guy? It's his eyes, it's the super blue eyes. I'm like, I know this guy. I know this guy. How do I know this guy? Golden Girls. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. He was in Late Phases, the werewolf movie that I, I really? love and I think you guys love too. He was in Late Phases. He plays the guy that drives everybody to church in the bus. Really? And he's, oh, and he, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to say too yeah. much about his character if you haven't seen Late Faces because mm. it's a wonderful movie. But um, I was like, oh my God, that's you. So that got me thinking, well, wait a minute. How could he be in Late Faces? And then there's this movie. He was 34 in this movie. He was 34 when he played Alex. Yeah, I think he's 34. like in his 60s now. Yeah, he's like almost 70. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, which is okay. basically almost 80. Which is basically which almost, almost dead. dead. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Jinx. Jinx. <laughs> um, so, I know that people often are older than like the teenagers they play. Because obviously, I kind of got the feeling this is like right after he graduated, right? Because he's talking about college. Right. Right. Um, 34. 34. When I look it. at him, yeah. 
I peg him at a good 21, 24 in that movie. It was like the way he looks. Um, nothing against his acting or, or anything else. I think he's fabulous. And he's done a lot of other things too. But um, I was just like, damn, Alex is 34. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Did you know that? I didn't know. I, I know I wanted his curly hair. <laughs> He's got great hair. He uses a nice shampoo. A good conditioner routine. Only the best perch for Alex. Did you guys you guys think he looks 34? I think he looks no. 34. No, no, no. Wasn't he also in uh, Halloween 2? Yeah. Yes. He wasn't Jimmy or something like that? Jimmy, Joe, Bob, Billy. Let's all forget his best movie, Jaws the Revenge. Jaws, Jaws the, Revenge the Revenge plays Michael. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Um, but late phases is wonderful. But he still has his piercing blue eyes. What about our female protagonist in this film? Maggie? Yes, Maggie. Mary Catherine Stewart. Um, right? Yeah. I, Opinions? Uh, I'm pretty neutral on Maggie until I, I really like her at the end. Is I mean, so I guess her character has a good arc hmm. because I like how it's, you know, she's like, she admits that she's the one that's scared and, you know, there's a good message about being stuck in a rut in this film and, you know, kind of like doing what you think you have to do when really nobody's putting that pressure on you but yourself. And so I like her little arc. And of course she has some funny scenes with the beta <laughs> unit, but other than that, um, I mean, it was pr pretty neutral for me. Right. Yeah. But I mean, her as an actress, oh, yeah, again, good. she also yeah. has you know, yes, some pretty good, good yeah. Pretty good roles between the Night of the Comet and Night of the, Comet. the wonderful musical The Apple that we, <laughs> we showed the, at the Cult Film Series a few years ago. That's a crazy, crazy musical. Never seen the Apple. Yeah, you should check that Is out. Like the Big Apple? You might like it. It's so weird. Well, I like weird. Yeah. Yeah. And so out there. You know the Apple, Scott? No. Oh, okay. Uh, no. <laughs> and no. No. Hates musicals, but it's weird, so maybe... <laughs> Maybe she'll like it. Maybe. You never know. Robert Preston's car. Can we talk about the car? Yeah, yeah. Like the the DeLorean, like DeLorean mini minivan. minivan. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's what I got on mine also. Yep. Pretty I was funny. like, That's a freaking DeLorean minivan. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's really what it looks like. Yeah, it's a stainless steel body with gullwing doors, yeah. but the length of a freaking minivan. <laughs> right. So it's a stretch DeLorean. It, 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 worst case, but yeah, yeah. it's, it's the Cadillac a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a spaceship. Too. But it's a spaceship, yeah. <laughs> which a spaceship. is pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> How fast are they traveling? Are they just? Boom, take gigawatts. off. And before you know it, yeah, how many gigawatts does it take to go that quick? But <laughs> Well, when they go by the, the police car with the, the radar, they're doing like, like 300, 300 plus. Yeah. yeah. Um, so speaking of the beta double, which I love, <laughs> okay. I wonder how many kids out there were traumatized by what it looks like when it's not fully cooked. I, <laughs> it's horrifying. It's, there's a sheen to it, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it looks like doing like an ET breathe. It's it's awful. This movie it legitimately terrified me, and like I recognize how silly it is now, but it still disturbs me now. Just kind of remembering how much it disturbed me back then. Yeah. That scene, and then when he has his head on the table. Oh yes, yeah. There's mm. a decapitation. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So a lot of that was um, uh, after shoots. You know, they so it, they tested. 
the first cut and the beta character tested very well because yeah. it added a certain uh, amount of levity. Yes. Um, so they went back in, and I believe they did the, the head on the desk scene. Yeah. Uh, and the lake scene. Oh, the lake scene's like the where the where he sings. It's so yeah, you, and, and he doesn't literally sing, but I mean the, but, the character sings. But <laughs> Lance Guest had cut his hair, <gasps> so if you, and that's why. So when they're driving in the truck to the lake and, yeah. and it's like blowing, I'm like. That is the fakest looking yeah. hair I've ever seen in my life. Like, why did we and do a I wig for this? Out it's because he had cut his hair and, and they needed to go back and do some reshoots. And wow. so, yeah, he was wearing a wig. I'm forever thankful that they added more more beta because yeah. I thought it was I thought it was very funny. It's just such a cute little detail to put in there of like what. And you can just imagine other people's beta units all over the place from those other dead starfighters. <laughs> um, speaking of which, I think it's really funny when Preston's like, it's fine. Like, it's fine. Like, it's totally safe. It's fine. And it's like, girl, it is not fine. <laughs> it's not fine at all. Um, gotta watch out for that. Robert Preston is a grifter. He's a grifter. He's gonna get you. Speaking of the other starfighters as well, there's always been something about the masked singer that just kind of like rang a little bell on the back of my head. And that alien that he sits down next to and says, oh, you don't mess with them. They like fighting. Sounds exactly like all of the the masked singer voices. Oh my gosh, it does! It's the same little, like, bloop, bloop voice thing. Yeah. I've never watched The Mass Singer, so I don't know. You're but I'm aware out. of it. You're missing out. It's you very fun. Okay. Um, so, uh, very species that the simioins, they're not allowed to fight. Oh, right. Speciesist. I didn't care but, for but it. they have everyone else do it for them. That's yeah. Fine. That's a little messed up. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, it's species to not let them go in and battle. Oh, because what? Like, you don't trust them because they're robots? Like, yeah. not good enough for you with their metal bodies? <laughs> I don't know. It made me sad. I won't stand by. I won't stand by on that one. Okay, what else? <laughs> You're still mad about that? I like the beta units. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've gone through my notes already. Were you, um, well, let's see. So... Oh, go, go ahead. I feel like the last Starfighter informed the storytelling of video games for the next, you know, approximately 30 years. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, watching this again, it's like it has all of that, like, kind of campiness yes. that's in video game storytelling. Especially, like, you know, once once video games got to, like, really have cinematics and stuff like that. Like, he's like, all right, well, you know, this is you're going to be your first test with the guns. And it yeah, just yeah. sounded like a tutorial for a video game. Yes. And it's, it's like it almost aged. It almost aged like better than anything else no, for that roll. reason because like as someone who you know played a lot of video games like oh my god this was before any of that was a thing in video games and this just feels like like that that nostalgia of video games that i have yeah okay. oh that is such a good point actually yeah. um I, I well you were gonna rant i don't know if you still want to rant you were gonna rant i, I can i mean i i've got i don't want to stay you know i mean so uh, hit us with hit us with a thing <laughs> This well, was your best shot, okay, so Pat Benatar. The, for lack of a better word, the universal translator. Yes. That they put on so that, you know, everyone can understand each other. Yes. Um, 
I, I can assume that once he took off his Earth clothes and put on his spacesuit, maybe he put it on his spacesuit. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Possibly. We don't see it. Okay. So at the end, when he comes down to Earth to yes. go get Maggie. Yeah. Um, the alien is talking to all the people. Like, interacting, ta- you know, they they all understand each other. It's true. Yeah. And so, it's, it's like, does he speak English or... He put his translator in speakerphone. <laughs> all right. You, he said, hold on, you let me put this on speaker problem. mode for you. <laughs> That's a good that's a good answer, Scott. I like that. Maggie is on board really fast when she finds out about Beta Alex. Yeah. Like he just kind of says I'm not the real casually, Alex. Yeah. I'm not the real Alex. He gets shot, you know, exposing his inner wires and whatnot. Yeah. And she's like, All right, let's go get the assassin. Yeah, she's like, Well, I guess I'm in it now. <laughs> <laughs> like we're going <laughs> um, i respect that yeah me yep. too. they're like you know what we're not gonna waste a lot of time on this we're just gonna get it moving um so i, I hate to jump to the end but i was i kind of was I laughing did, yeah so. it's fine when um alex says there's only room for one my mind went to a couple places here first of all does that mean that grig is now part of their relationship <laughs> is this a thruple with the three of them because there's not a lot of room up there or are we going to test these young people's relationship by having this really close roommate we've all lived with partners before we have it's stressful it and is. then you put a grig in there <laughs> come and knock on your door <laughs> And I can just like imagine it's like this tiny little space and they're like making out and Greg's like sitting there like <laughs> just creeping over them. Yeah, exactly. Or trying to like act like he doesn't know they're over there Could doing they what they're doing. In the spaceship? Could they what? Yes. Could they met only in the spaceship? There was only room for one more in the yeah. spaceship. So Greg, Greg gets yes. nobody. <laughs> just in the spaceship though. Greg has a family, I right? Know. Yeah. With a whole bunch of kids, too. Apparently yeah. doesn't care that much about them, though. He'd rather go see, <laughs> I go see the world. Speaking of the end, also, though, when the, when the ship lands back on Earth, we know it's Alex. Yes. But that scene is just, like, drawn out. I mean, it goes on and on and on, where the trailer park <laughs> community are like, yeah. what is it? What is What's it? going on? What's happening? Oh, should we hide? Should we <laughs> We know who it is. You don't have to. But they don't know who it is. I know, but I mean, it's just... Would have been funny. More realistically, they would have been like, somebody get Alex! (laughs) (laughs) Alex, come fix this. There's spacecraft. That's the scene, though, that I thought was kind of funny about Otis. where, Where he was like, you know, when they're about to take off, he's like, Stand back! That baby packs a punch. <laughs> and I was just going like, "How do you know?" But you know, he had a good feeling. He had a feeling. The original true. Starfighter. <laughs> right. I was gonna he say knew that'll, all be the, that'll be the prequel. I was he gonna, was there to. Yeah. I would watch that. He was, he was sort of there to like. He's Obi Wan. He's there to like mentor Alex. You know, to make sure he's on the right track. Okay, Otis. Yes, please. TM, TM. Yes, please. <laughs> Otis. Was part of Area Fifty One. Oh, there you go. So he's seen some stuff. He was trying to go live a quiet life, run a little snack bar <laughs> at a mobile home park, 
and Alex drug him back in because the aliens are like like the mafia, and you can't escape. That's my backstory. I'm like gonna it. write a fan fiction about I like it. it. Okay. Let's do that. Let's I'm also getting some ice for my drink. I'm trying to be quiet about it. And it's not going well. Why you told him? Just be loud. Plink. <laughs> um, there was a baby Will Wheaton in this. I what? Did. Where is it? I saw that. He is. Um, baby will we so his part was all his speaking lines were cut out but his name is still in the credits uh and it's just called lewis's friend um and there's a couple scenes where you kind of see him in the background in the beginning where the kids are playing oh yeah 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 and then kind of at the end when i think when the spaceship's taking off you can kind of see him a little bit but yeah little little wesley crusher (laughs) (laughs) huh that's how it starts i guess that's it um, there's a line that I think Griggs says, if I remembered correctly. I like Griggs. I do like Griggs. He's a good alien. Yeah. Um, I love a good alien. I love a bad alien. When um, he says, I wrote it down. I think it's really, really good. Death is a primitive concept. <laughs> I love that. That's a good line. That's a really good line. I was like, ooh. I prefer to think of them as fighting evil in another dimension. <laughs> yeah. It's very cute. But I like that. I'm like, mm. Do you know who that actor is? That's what's his face? I can't remember his name. That guy, Dan Hurley. Hurley. Yeah. Oh, Dan O'Hurley. Hurley. Hurley. Who is your favorite in Halloween Three? Yes. Yeah. Don, was it uh, Don, Don, Donald Co- Donald Co- Con- Connell Cochran? Donald Co- Donald Sutherland? What's, what's his name? <laughs> Are oh you okay? God. No, I'm stroking out. I think, that, I think that he's, yeah, I think he's got a, a short wire. His beta unit's not done cooking yet. Well, Last Starfighter, I don't think it, nothing too bad has been said about it. You know, I mean... Overall, no, just a lot of you know. It's <laughs> so, not an original script. It's you know there are definitely some plot holes in it, you know. like a lot of things from the eighties. <laughs> There's some good plot holes. Yeah. True. I, I can't believe that they haven't rebooted this franchise. Well, it's, it's in the works. About. Yeah. Like I, I, I mean, it's been talked about for like fifteen years. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe they actually haven't gotten it up off the ground because. I mean, it, it, it's it's cheesy and corny, sure, but it's so much fun. Maybe, maybe it's a rights thing. Maybe, I mean, who knows what it is. Yeah, but. or people can't agree on a script or how they want it well, to Well, they can or... just take the script from us. I mean, yeah. pay us. But we, <laughs> yeah, we, just, created, we just created the, the elevator pitch for <laughs> for the next... For the prequel and the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. The next Starfighter, the last Starfighter, the first Starfighter. <laughs> oh, yes, you, you mean? Yes. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, we just, I, I enjoyed watching it again. It had been a little while. Yeah. So Absolutely. I enjoyed it very much. Second time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> Great film. And, it, and Scott, you t- touched on it, but the the digital computer effects. Yes. Being very, very new. But and yeah, you look the at the video it now. game ones are great. No, video games are really good. I wish they looked like that when we played video games back then. <laughs> I mean, I but, remember the first time I played Star Fox, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is like the last Starfighter." Uh-huh. I mean, Starfighter. way ahead of its time and really good and really fun. But right. when they are in, you know, going through the caves. No, but when they're in the cave, yeah, you're just like, I mean, yeah, like you said, especially when you're on a big screen now, like we are, and everything. 
it's like, oh, you know, you can see it, but <laughs> but we had to walk, or they had to walk exactly. before yeah. they could run. Exactly. So I, I just can't fault them for any of that because good no, for even doing not. it. No, well, of course not. So. It's just, it's just funny. I mean, even like funny. all the explosions and you know the their digital explosions and you know just. Oh wait! When yeah. the actual starfighters blow up, yeah. and there's that <laughs> moment of silence, and then this. Poof. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which is kind of funny. But it is a little hurt. funny. Yeah. yeah. It's right. like, ah. Yeah. I, I still think it's aged well. <laughs> also, Scott, speaking of, there was, in 2004, there was an off-Broadway musical of this. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm sorry, what? How far off are we talking? I don't know. Off, off, off. Off, off. Well, I don't know. But. I have to find a soundtrack. <laughs> right? I have to find, I mean, or at least, you know, a score, um... This is yeah. this is red alert for me. <laughs> you have sent me down. This is gonna be, this is gonna be like like Nick Cage. I mean, I am going to find the Constitution. Like this is, <laughs> this is my quest. Red alert! Red alert! Red alert! We're producing this. We're producing this musical. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> I'm roping you all in, and we're producing this just so that it can live. Again. I wonder if if it was. Howard Hill there, how Harold Hill, Harold Hill that inspired them to be like, well, what if we just, what if we just combined Music Man and the Last Starfighter? What's the worst thing that could happen? I, I, I mean, a musical I think makes sense because it's already like very kind of like Being, operatic and yeah, <laughs> in like yeah. scope, you know, space opera. So all you need is you know throw some good catchy <laughs> tunes in there or whatever. <laughs> Just come out on the stage and be like, oh. We got to trouble, my friend, up in space. <laughs> Star poopy. Star poopy. <laughs> Death Blossom. <laughs> 101, Codan. It itself. Of course it's a musical. Of course it's a musical. God, it was so obvious the whole time. Oh, you should have known. Wow. All right. Well, Starfighter, thank you, Scott, for suggesting. Yeah. Thank good, you, good pick. Scott. Good pick. Good film. I know. I, know. I always pick good films. <laughs> Me too. That's true. That's what, if we let him pick one like every eight <laughs> months, and he always picks a good one. Got some wieners. So, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> keeping in, in tow with our uh, MTV yeah. thing, we thought it'd be kind of fun to do a little 80s music trivia. See how much the four of us know. Yeah. Or even the five if Michael happens to know anything. Sure. What the heck? <laughs> so, See what happened. What's the worst that could happen? We thought we'd give the trivia a go-go. All right. Uh, this 80s music trivia comes from TriviaArmy.com. Trivia Army. Question go. number one. Which 1987 Whitney Houston single became her fourth consecutive U.S. number one and her first U.S. platinum selling single. 87. Okay, so you've got... I want to dance with somebody. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Is that one like, I'm giving all my love or something to you? Yes. And all my love. That's one, right? Yeah. Okay. There's another poppy one. I want to dance with somebody and... Oh. How will I know if he really, really loves, loves me? Is that Hugh Lewis? Is that yeah. Whitney Houston? <laughs> that is. That's Hugh Lewis. And, Hugh Houston um, the news. Higher Love. That's Steve Winwood, I think. Higher Love came out much, much, much later. later. The Whitney Houston her... song? Yeah, well, she has a version. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, 
And then there's... <laughs> but I don't know... But I don't know what was first. Just to take a guess at one. First, Platinum. Platinum. I'm going to go and dance with somebody, because that's a cute song. Sure. Oh, I want to dance with somebody. That's it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's good it? Guess. Wow, good job. Good guess. Good guess for me. Absolutely. Good guess for Sandra. I, you, I backed your play. <laughs> that's you. one. You're welcome. Mm. Thank you. Who sang Don't Stop Believing in 1981? <laughs> no, Don't Stop, stop. Believe that was Journey. Whitney Houston, right? Yeah, it was Whitney Houston. <laughs> Fun fact, that is one of my karaoke go-tos. Is it? Yes, it is. Um, someone say the name. Someone say it. I said it. What'd you say? Journey. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't hear you. It's a, it's a Giants song, too. Okay. Next. Two for two. Journey is a San Francisco band. That's right. Indeed. Which two pop stars... Uh, which two pop superstars duetted on Ebony and Ivory, which became number one hit in 1982? Yay. This is kind of written English. Um, it's fun. MJ and Sir Paul McCarty. Not, not MJ. Yeah, wasn't it MJ? It was MJ. No, Stevie Wonder, yeah. You're thinking of the other one. Oh, the they other did together. one. I don't remember that one's name. They did the other one together, which was... But it was Stevie Wonder and, On this one, and Paul yes. McCartney. But the other one was, say, say, say. Yes, yes, if yes. If you love them, something, something. What I can see in my head is like, I in have the, the visual. Yes. Yes. I don't have the, the sound. I have the visual. Yeah. Okay. Um, I you, you all seem very convinced by this, which is maybe making me think to look go to a different trivia. Because this says it's Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson. Even was I chat, right? Even chat is saying Ebony and Ivory. Yeah. Was I right? It was that one. Was I right? No. Because Saturday Night Live even did, did a skit where they poked fun of it, and it was Stevie did, Wonder. It's well, Stevie maybe Wonder. they had yeah, multiple. This right here says it's Stevie Wonder, McCartney, and Wonder. Really? Yeah. Boo right. on that trivia. Trivia army, I'm putting you on blast. Yeah. You suck. <laughs> Incorrect. Incorrect. I mean, there's even like a picture of the video. Yeah, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. definitely not MJ. Nope. Not MJ. <laughs> On the bright side, I have a backup trivia quiz. All right. <laughs> to the next trivia. Which Duran Duran song opens with laughter from the keyboardist's girlfriend? Hungry Like the Wolf. Hungry Like the Wolf, yeah. That is correct. Smell like a sound. Ding, ding, ding. Smell like a sound. <laughs> what is that even? Do they, have, do they have a better song? Do they have a better song, Neil? Yeah. Does Duran Duran have better songs no, than Hungry Like the Wolf? That, that, that is actually my favorite Duran Duran He's song. making fun of you, remember? <laughs> I know, I do. Yeah. Oh, okay. You look genuinely no, no, He no, just doesn't see, want to play along. You have to no, <laughs> see, you asked the wrong question. Though. You have to say, there's actually better songs on the album. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you have to, it's like Jeopardy. I'm sorry, but you posed the question incorrectly. <laughs> You've, you guys only knew the torture and the humiliation that I endure from these only, three. Uh, only now. <laughs> All the time. Yes? All I want to do is love people. This is what I get back. That's all I want to do. Which single gave Whitney Houston her first Whitney. UK number one? We just talked about Whitney. You talk about her again? We're talking about, we're doing a different She's quiz. She's an icon. I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could do. We could her first take a new one. UK. How about? Does that change anything? No. <laughs> Maybe the bodyguard song. Yeah, no, but that's the nineties. Like yeah. I mean, she had to have. Pick yeah. one of those four top ones again. 
I have a multiple choice. Oh, oh please. Please. Greatest love of all. Mm-hmm. How will I know? I want to dance with somebody. Saving all my love for you. How about how will I know? I'll back you up on that one. I'll back your play. It is saving oh. my love for you. Oh, wow. That is assuming that this trivia is also right. correct. <laughs> yeah, because apparently tri- everything yes. on the internet yes. is a lie. Yeah, we knew this. This we knew, including us. We're a lie. This is a simulation. Enix says Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she did a very famous The girl's cover mind is with MJ. Yes, you're right. Yes, yeah. yes. And say, say, say. They yeah. did two together. That's right. Uh, yeah, again... Uh, trivia Army is the one who should be shamed and shunned for those. Yeah, it's not our <laughs> fault. It's trivia, trivia Army's fault. I mean, I suppose we could write this ourselves, but I know no. nothing about 80s music. No, we're not doing that. Neil Tennant and Chris Lowe belong to which music group? Depeche Mode? Pet Shop Boys. Depeche Mode, Pet Shop Boys. The Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> Depeche. Depeche. It's like writing. It's like writing frills on a on a true false. Depeche mode. <laughs> Is there a multiple choice? Is there a chat involved? You only get one point if I give you the multiple choice. Oh shit! Well, we'll take it. All right. I mean, I don't know. Unless no, you guys no. feel it's, it's it's one of those two. I can't. I would say since it's only two. I like Depeche mode better, so I want to go with Depeche. But isn't Depeche mode like four people? I think Depeche mode is four people. But this is just two members. They didn't say they were the whole well, How about we get the multiple choice, and, and if the patch wasn't in it, then we'll know not to go with them. Okay. What if it That's is? fair. Nope. It's too late. <laughs> the die has been cast. All right. Options are Pet Shop Boys, <laughs> Depeche Mode, no! Beach Boys, Erasure. Uh, no. I s- go with your gut. Oh, shit. It's on me. I'm going to back you up. We're going to back you up. Oh, fuck. I say it's Pet Shop Boys. All right. Okay, Kill we'll go with Pet Shop Boys. Gut. It is Pet Shop Boys. Yay! I knew it was one of those two, at least. <laughs> Pet mode. At least Tears for Fears wasn't in there. Yeah, right? Really fuck me they really been screwed. <laughs> <laughs> what year was Live Aid held? 85. Correct. <laughs> no, no, okay. I was alive then. Well, so live was age. I. So was I. Yeah. Well, actually, no, what month was it? What month? It was like... May, June, July, somewhere in there. I was probably I alive. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been um, uh, in utero. Barely. Sandra was not alive. Not alive. Barely. Three members. I've been alive of- <laughs> for a long time. To be fair. Uh, three members of Duran Duran all share the same surname. What is it? Taylor. That is correct. What are What are their names? That's Andy. Um, Joe Bob. John, isn't there a John? Is there John Taylor? Andy Taylor? Taylor and, uh, Taylor? <laughs> Terry Taylor? And. Their cheapskate friend, Tightwad. <laughs> Tightwad Taylor? I like that. And then there's his little brother, Drillbit. Drillbit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 they're cousin. Uh, <laughs> Tightwad got shot down in the street by. Freaking Biff or Falling Mules, whatever his name Oh my god. Uh, cousin Tim the Toolman Taylor. What, <laughs> what is Culture Club frontman Boy George's real name? George. Is this multiple choice? Well, yes, but George. You, you get less points. Not that I'm keeping score. Because I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe I don't know. a little bit here. Pick the one with George. Well, they're all going to have George in it, Neil. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. George George. <laughs> Georgie George. No. Uh, Jack Bernard George. George O'Dowd. George yeah, yeah. Keith George's. Reginald Kenneth Dwight. I think it's George O'Dowd. Reginald George Kenneth O'Dowd Dwight is Elton right. John. I think it is. Yeah. Da. Yes. Yes. Dowd. O'Dowd. Or Dowd. Whatever. George O'Dowd it is. Yes. <laughs> I'm so hell I know. Hasn't any blood is staying. Next. How old were George Michael and Andrew Ridgely when they wrote Careless Whisper? <laughs> Careless Whisper. 18. Uh, they're gotta be young. We're right? gonna need. We're gonna need a. Yeah. You're gonna need a multiple, multiple yeah. choice. All right. We have seventeen, nineteen, twenty-one, twenty-three. Oh wow. Seventeen. Seventeen or nineteen? And eighteen's right in between there. <laughs> I'd go with seventeen. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. With, I feel yeah, my I guess is seventeen. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Seventeen is correct. Ooh. Good job. Singing about. Singing about stuff they don't know about yet. Right. <laughs> right, but like they feel like really earnestly like they yeah. know. Like, yeah, like little baby Michael Jackson in Jackson 5. Oh, baby. Starting I need to think you to out. stay. <laughs> Come on, baby. You sound like the gingerbread man in Shrek. Help my cumtrum. You're an animal. The muffin man. <laughs> the muffin man. Oh my god. We're on Drury Lane. <laughs> this is a Shrek podcast. Oh man. Uh, what was the best selling single of the 80s in the UK? Jesus, what's with the UK? Wow. Yeah, well, I, I think that smoothradio.com might be in the UK. Maybe. I mean, uh, in the whole, what was the best? Of the whole decade. We got out multiple best choice. Selling I mean, there's single. no way. Okay. Do they know it's Christmas? Oh. Come on, Eileen. Relax. Don't do it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I just called to say I love you. By Michael Jackson. Oh. It's a joke. It's Stevie Wonder. It's the jokes. <laughs> These are the jokes. Hmm. <laughs> those are all. The the, one of those four is the best selling in the UK in the 80s? Like, no, Elton John? No. Wow. <laughs> well, wow. maybe the, the Christmas one, because that's a huge yeah. song. Sure. And there was a Bob and there was a lot of Brits. Off. There was like a lot he's of Brits. A Brit, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do they yeah. know it's Christmas after all? Do they know it's Halloween after <laughs> all? Um, is that our guess? Because I don't know. Yeah. I'll take it. it. I'll take it. That is correct. Yes. Good it job. It makes the most sense. Thanks, Geldof. <laughs> Thank you. It, it actually explains a lot about Love Actually. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. I, I thought you would take any excuse to talk about love. Actually, that's why I brought it up. I mean, it's we still got Halloween. I know, you know they get yeah. mad. They, they do get mad. Their thunder. But remember, Christmas they we're do doing we're, we're doing <laughs> Christmas Carol movies, right? Right? No, we're right? Not. We're doing Christmas Carol no, movies. That's right. We're not. We're just watching the Muppets Christmas Carol and talking about it. That's all we're doing in December. We're do a Muppets episode with the Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> In which year did Lionel Richie release the single All Night Long? Oh. All 80. night. Early 80s, probably. All night 83? I would say it's a damn good guess. Like 82, 83, 84, somewhere in there. Yeah. Those are all early years. Yeah. What do we got, Scott? Well, I'll narrow it down to two, I guess. I don't know what the right answer is, but the two early years are 80 and 83. Oh, 83. 83 then. I go with three. 
It is 83. Damn. Uh, that was a guess. Good job. Psychic. Excellent. What country did the band AHA come from? They were from the Netherlands? Yeah, they, you want to say England or UK, no, but no, not. they're not. Because this, uh, this trivia loves that. Is Netherlands a, an option? It is not. Oh, so that's not that. Um, well, we have Norway, Sweden, oh, Switzerland, Norway. and Denmark. It also starts with an N. It does. It is Norway! Yay! <laughs> and your score is... 100. Something out of something. Good job, everyone. Yay! <laughs> something out of something. Something, something out of something. Ten, ten moon men out of ten moon men. Because I was uh, that was oh, MTV's yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> Award. Speaking of that, I actually was watching. Um, I still am watching the full second MTV Movie Awards. It's like <laughs> on YouTube. It's like two hours and some odd long, and it's hosted by Eddie Murphy, and it's hysterical because a Eddie does not give a shit that he's there or that he's hosting <laughs> he's it. He's probably high or something so, too, right, uh, at that time? I, I can't say honestly. He no. very well could have been. I he don't know. He actually said he's very straight edge, according to him. Really? But anyway, but it's, but it's him doing like just being like, you know, really like, you know, kind of flippant in a way, some yeah. part. But also the production is so poorly done. There's tons of miscues, curtains that won't open, <laughs> music playing for no reason. It's hysterical to watch because it's just like, you kind of feel embarrassed, you know, watching Yeah, like it. secondhand embarrassment. Like, right. oh my God, they did not have this together. Yeah, no, it was horrible. But it's pretty funny. You're just right there on YouTube, you can watch the whole thing. And, you know, and, like, all the musical acts are all lip-synced. And, like, they don't even do, like, the thing where they stop, they all fade out. <laughs> it's, like, the worst thing you do when you're trying to perform live. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, that's you just know? the worst thing ever anyway. Like, no, it is. Just, but just end the song. Just end yeah. it. Just end it. <laughs> so, I don't know. If you guys want to have a good laugh. But Eddie, Eddie is the best thing, though, because he's like, he's still like. Even phone to hit in is still the. <laughs> I mean, he was, you just can see he was like, you know, I'm here. They paid me 85, I think it was. They paid me a lot of money. And he was like swearing up a storm. No okay. big deal. So, I don't know. It's pretty cool. <laughs> and then they were like, and we'll never do that again. <laughs> yeah. The censors didn't love that one. They, yeah. yeah. So, what are we doing next week? It's my pick. So, next week, we're going to do. I love Kilo's picks. Baba Hotep. Yes. Baba. Yes. A cult film indeed. Baba. All right. Yeah. Good film. Emotional. <laughs> emotional it's gonna flick. It's going to get emotional. An emotional we're gonna, flick. We're going to make Sandra cry. <laughs> Just shards and shards. No, we're going to make him fall. Shards of ice tears. Ka-chink. <laughs> yep. There All you right. have it. Thank you guys for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. It was wonderful to be back, for me to be back, I should say. It was wonderful for us all. Yeah. Maybe we'll have air conditioning next week, maybe not. <laughs> we'll get back to work on it. Where's my wrench? Yeah, really, let's get our hat and our... Our, our hat! Our hat. <laughs> our, our shared hat that we're like, okay, now you wear the hat, they'll all wear the hat, because you have the hammer. Right. There's yeah. one hat, one belt. Yeah. Just one, one screwdriver. One, like, flashlight or something. Do we have a plumber's crack? Lamp. Uh, we will find one. Okay, let's find one. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Who's there to uh, Laura, Mindy? <laughs> Thank you, Spooky Boo. Thank you, Spooky Boo. Thank you, Spooky Boo. For uh, Mark Vision's truth. They didn't, they didn't hear. Movie Adam. It was Norway. Tia. Norway. Unic. Tommy. Michael B. Chat. I mean, Michael B. Chat. <laughs> studio audience. Still choking out. <laughs> Come on, Bye. <laughs> 
The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs>